This is the Business and Couples Podcast with Shari and Andre. Shari and Andre will share with you what it takes for couplepreneurs to thrive in their business and in their relationship. They address those challenges that are unique for couples who are in business together. Shari and Andre have been a couplepreneur since 2002 and know firsthand about the challenges couples in business face. And now, Shari and Andre. Hello and welcome to the Business and Couples Podcast with Sherry and Andre. I'm Andre. And I'm Sherry. And we are going to be talking about a topic that is very, very, really important and critical for couplepreneurs. And it's called keeping the dream alive. And we're going to be getting into it. what does it mean to keep the dream alive? We're going to be talking about thriving inside of that. And then we're going to be looking at some things, some practical things that you can put in place to keep the dream alive. So Sherry, why don't we begin with talking about what it means uh, to have a dream alive or to keep a dream alive? Yeah, and, and when we're talking about the dream, really we're talking about the vision that you have for your business. And as a couple, you know, you really start off thinking about the business, you're excited, you have this this dream and, and vision for what you want to see the business to be. And there's just so much excitement. You probably are talking about it at dinner, when you go to sleep, you know, it just permeates everything. And you're really, really lit up about what you're creating for your business. And then over time, and this is the reason why we call this episode Keeping the Dream Alive, over time that could erode, yes? Yeah, and you know what we've seen, and we can even say for ourselves at times, you know, when you you start the business, you're excited and you have all these big plans, and then you get into running the business, doing everything that you can do to get it up and going, and then keeping it going. And when that happens, you just you start losing sight of the the vision that you had and the dream and the things that had us be so excited. Yeah, I know when we started our business in 2002, you know, we came out of corporate America, so we kind of had a way of like corporately doing things. And we thought that, well, we're in business, we hang out a shingle, people would come. That did not happen, did it? No, no, we spent 99% of the time really then starting to market our business. We weren't doing our, um, you know, our services, we were actually marketing and looking to sell so we could secure clients and actually do what we love doing. Yeah, sometimes we kind of got lost in that, in that oh, we're just striving to get a client, going after a client. And of course, you know, in having a coaching and consulting business, there's client acquisition, then there's client implementation. And so it seemed like we always got focused on one thing or at the expense of the other. So we market, then we get a client, then we'd implement, and then we forget about marketing. So we had this kind of vicious cycle going there for a while. And in doing that vicious cycle, if you will, we kind of lost sight of our overall vision, which was to really have an impact on individuals and organizations to support the leadership and creating environments where their teams were successful in the work that they do, but also engaged and fulfilled in that work as well. And that really lit us up, right? You know, that really, I mean, every time there was a person's success or a company's success, we just 
were we felt it was our success too. It was really wonderful. Yeah, because I think well, I know that at the source of our being in business, it fulfilled on our purpose in life, which is to support other people in using their potential to the fullest. Right. And yes. that's the vision that we had for the people that we work with, for the companies that we work with, for the individuals that we were coaching one-on-one. -on -one. But what happened was we were in the striving after business and then implementing business. It became, like you said, a vicious cycle. At times, we were just in it and the dream sort of went, went to sleep. Yeah, it kind of faded into the <laughs> right. background, if you will. And so that's why you know, when we created business and couples, we said, well, we can't be the only ones that have faced this same dilemma. And so for couplepreneurs, our vision for business and couples is to have them thrive in their business and in their relationship. And so when we say thriving, thriving is, is not just surviving, is it? No, no. Thriving is continually expanding. Expanding what's possible in your business and in your relationship. Because look back, there were dreams about your relationship too. And, you know, let's face it, things happen. And that, that sparkle, that excitement can wane. So business and couples is all about keeping the dream alive and thriving both in the business and in your relationship. Yes, and so when we think about this term thriving, and we think of it, well, it's not opposite of survival. We were discussing that earlier. It's not the opposite of survival, but it certainly is not parallel to surviving either. No. And when we think of thriving, we're talking about the continuous achievement of the goals that you create. Yeah, and the goals, you know, when we think about goals, you know, Andre and I are very business focused. So, you know, we'll first think about what are the goals for a business? But to be thriving, there needs to be a balance. And it's, you know, goals that you have in your personal life, uh, whether it's travel, whether it's having a second home, it's things around the family. These things, the goals need to be fulfilling. Yeah, so the first element of thriving is to have those goals, to have a shared vision. It's not like one partner has a vision and the other partner has another vision. It's actually a shared vision. And those goals then are continually being created and continually being achieved. And then the second piece, as you mentioned, is balance. So it can't be that, well, we're achieving all of our financial goals at the sake of our family goals or our social goals. So there has to be a balance between all of these goals. Yeah, and, and you know, I just want to step in because sometimes we think my, say I might think my goals, that Andre, of course, aligns with those goals. You know, Andre would have his things that he would like to do. So it's really coming together so you have shared goals around around things and then you have your own personal goals that you have, but they're out there that we, we talk about them, we know them, and uh, we're in agreement. And it doesn't mean sacrificing the things 
that are important to you. Right, exactly. Like, for example, one of the goals I have is to get my golf handicap in the single digits and you don't even play golf so (laughs) so but but you have goals you know that are related to the things that you like and we all i mean we come together in terms of having those goals work for us as a team or as a couplepreneur both in our business relationship, also in our personal relationship as well. Right. And, you know, we talk about our goals. Our business goals need to be, we have to be on the same page. You like golfing. It's not for me. But when it comes to the business, we, you know, we talk about them. We actually, you know, and sometimes we are apart. But it's become, it, it's very important through our discussions that we end up with the shared goals and we're, we're all in. Yeah, and sometimes we start as far as the East is from the West in right. terms of seeing eye to eye on what that shared vision is. But we always come together at the end of the day to say, okay, we're in consensus on where we want to go and what we want to do. And we're so, excited about it. Yeah, excited. You've got to yeah. be excited about it because yeah. if, if you're not excited when you create the goals, trust me, you won't be excited the next day <laughs> yeah. and, and you'll never achieve the goals. Right. You know, so. Yeah. Yeah. The excitement is, is very, and, very. And then deep. you're not thriving. Yeah. You're not thriving. No. It, no. It's really easy to get in survival when you're not excited. Right. It's just like drudgery almost. I just got to get through it versus actually really being engaged and fulfilled and getting it done. And, and so that's the next really big piece is that the goals need to be fulfilling. Right. Absolutely. They have to, they have to fuel you. You have to feel like it's something, it's part of who you are. It's really your core values. It aligns with your values. And, you know, I always say, you know, this is something and we'll have to do a podcast on values because values are the foundation. When you feel something is giving you angst or you're, and you're not fulfilled, chances are, it's not aligned with your values. Yeah, you're exactly right. And then there's a drain on the fulfillment of that. You know, I think of fulfillment as being in a line, you know, we talked about purpose earlier. And if you've discovered what your purpose is, or if you have not discovered what your purpose is, that's like really go and search for that and determine like, what is my purpose? Why am I here on the planet? What is my contribution to the world? And when you really get connected to that purpose and you establish goals that are in harmony with that purpose, that's what's going to allow you to really see how you can be fulfilled in the accomplishment of the goals. And so that's what thriving is all about, is having those elements in place, having the goals, having balance around the goals, being fulfilled in those goals, having those goals in alignment with your values and keep, that's how you keep the dream alive that's exactly how you keep the dream alive and there are some practical things too as well yes. that go into keeping the dream alive i know one of the things that we do on a weekly basis is we have what we call a staff meeting now it's interesting because sherry and i are the staff and you know, sometimes when we work with teams on a particular project, we have that. But mostly it's you Sharon and I, and, I yeah. and, and we're the staff. We have a meeting every week 
to look at where we are in relation to the goals that we set and to see what the gap is or to see if there is no gap. We look to see what's missing that we need to put in. The point of the matter is in that staff meeting, we keep present the overall vision that we have, the overall dream that we have for our business so that we're not getting wrapped up into doing just a bunch of activities on a day in day out basis and we're not connected to where those activities are leading yeah and there are times you know we're not perfect you know life gets in the way or business gets in the way and uh, we don't meet and you know we live together um, we're always we're eating together and when we don't have our staff meeting our structured staff meeting we see how we start veering off. If we miss two or three weeks, all of a sudden we get, we recognize that we're in the act of doing and the dream <laughs> starts fading and, and our uh, performance starts fading. And so we really see the value of meeting weekly and uh, we actually have a structure for it, which I, and you can hear how we're so still corporate corporate structure, the way we talk about staff and structure, but we, ha we have a methodology through it. So this isn't just a checkbox, checkbox, checkbox. We celebrate successes. We talk about what's working well. We'll share maybe something that we're uh, thinking about and we brainstorm. I mean, it's a really very, we always feel good after the meeting. Yeah. And so having a structure to the meeting is something that gives the meaning uh, the meeting not only an intention because you can waste time and you know that's not any good so it gives the meeting an intention by having a structure to it so that the meeting itself is fulfilling and we always come away from the staff meeting energized like really ready to go you know we and that's and that's something that you know with a lot of a lot of our clients they'll ask me well with my teams, how often should I have it? Weekly, is it too much? Because we're just going off a checklist and people have different things to do. Well, it's very important. I mean, very, very important to meet with your teams. Because if Andre and I, who are eating together, sleeping together, working together, we go, of course, if we don't have our weekly. Imagine your teams who you're not with. And it's not about micromanaging, it's actually keeping connected and re-energizing so that the dream stays alive in front of them and everyone is moving in the same direction. There's a connection and an energy about that. Yeah, so the same thing applies. If you have a team, then you want to have that dream alive with your team. And so it's really important in the staff meetings with your team that you have a structure and a focus that is not just on do this, do that, do this and that. It's also connecting that doing to what it contributes to the overall vision, where we're going, the direction and the goals that have been established for the organization. Yeah, and similarly, you know, you want your team to be aligned. You want your team to embrace where you're going. It's not just something they're just checking off their list to do because it was your goal. It becomes the team's goal. Yeah. And the other thing that we do is that we have a, well, before we go to that, we have this structure for the meeting 
And if you would like to get the structure, just go to businessandcouples.com forward slash meeting and just request the, the meeting structure and we will send it to you. So that's businessandcouples.com, businessandcouples.com forward slash meeting and just request it and we'll send it right over to you. But I was going to say, uh, Sherry, that one of the other things that we do annually is that we have a planning session. Right. And we plan it. We do it. Um, the last two weeks of the of the year, we, we figure out a time because, you know, well, it's a lot of downtime. We're not with our clients during the holidays and we have moment, times when we are with the family. But then we also have that that space where we can really focus and 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 just look, do a reflection, right? Reflect on what we've accomplished over the years, celebrate what we've accomplished, look at what, you know, um, what we didn't accomplish, and then create newly. Yes, and, and the time of the year is not the not important, important thing. For, for us, yeah. you know, the, the end of the year is, is kind of like a little downtime. Now, if you're in a seasonal business where the end of the year is your big time, you know, that might not be the best time to do the annual planning. It might be July. The, the point is that, each year, we sit down and look in the rearview mirror, very small, right? But mostly we're looking through the windshield, which is very big. So we review the, the past and we create the future. And it's very, very important to do that annually because it keeps here again, this long-term dream, this long-term vision keeps coming clearer and clearer into focus as we do that year over year. Yeah, and you expand, yeah. right? You, you know, the whole idea is not to stay stuck in, in one place. The vision is a futuristic, it's a dream, and once you accomplish certain things, you wanna go further. That's what keeps the excitement. That's what keeps the, uh, the vitality. And, um, and, and that's what we say really is, is keeping the dream alive. Okay, awesome. So for all of you couplepreneurs, go out there and keep the dream alive. Thrive in your business and in your relationship. So this is Andre. And this is Sherry. And we will see you on a future episode of the Business and Couples Podcast with Sherry and Andre.